Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Out of these troubled times, our fifth objective, a new world order can emerge, a new era, a hundred generations that search for this elusive path to peace, while a thousand wars raged across the span of human endeavor. And today that new world is struggling to be born, a world quite different from the one we've known. That new world order that President Bush talked about all those years ago, it's not theoretical anymore. It's all around us now, on our devices, online, on our websites, on our social media. And until this week, we didn't even know it was there. Until this week, we thought that we had defeated the British starting in 1776. Until yesterday, I had no idea that they had reconquered America without firing a single shot. And that this reconquering is actually in the past tense. It happened in 2019. In fact, this reconquering is one of the biggest stories in our country's history. And most of you will never hear a word about it anywhere but this podcast because of the censorship regime put in place is we just learned thanks to a leak by nonetheless of the highest levels of the British military and the American military working it together in a admittedly in their words in their own documents chinese style censorship regime imposed on both america and britain and fully active during the 2020 and 2022 elections likely to still be up and running during the 2024 elections they themselves describe it as a soft touch chinese censorship system that americans wouldn't tolerate if they knew it existed these people an international cabal of the highest ranking military leaders call themselves the Cyber Threat Intelligence League, <laughs> like a bunch of super villains, CTIL. Thanks to investigative documents leaked by an insider, a whistleblower inside CTIL, we now know all about it. I'll put a link to the report on it. It's written by Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger to pro-freedom of speech liberal journalists who really ought to get a Pulitzer for this, but that's only awarded now for works of fiction, like the Russian collusion hoax. This creepy cross-border censorship regime was born inside Obama's Oval Office in 2017, according to these documents that have leaked. This whole time, 
We, if you listen to the Battleground America podcast, thought it was our Department of Homeland Security censoring us, but it goes much higher. This effort is led by top British and American military analysts, spies, and commanders, most specifically by Sarah Jane Turp, or SJ, as she calls herself. She worked on algorithms and unmanned vehicle systems at the UK Ministry of Defense and also worked on censorship and censorship plans at the UN's big data team. She was the CTO of it. She was actually present that day in 2017 in the Oval Office when she received the direction from the Obama administration to create a counter disinformation project to, quote, stop a repeat of 2016. Why would the Obama administration, on its way out after a stunning win by Trump in 2017, hand this task to a Brit? Because the British military and its intelligence arms were just as interested in putting this censorship dome over the U.S. and the U.K. because they just lost a lot of their power due to Brexit. They wanted to make sure, according to their own documents, that a Trump win and another Brexit or its equivalent never happened again. The Brits knew to do that, they'd have to get inside the chief machinery for spreading populism, conservatism, and freedom, U.S. social media. By 2019, U.S. and U.K. military intelligence agencies and the contractors they handed this off to for cover had created a massive framework involving over 100 entities that stood waiting to censor anybody who managed to break through with their message in 2020 on social media, on Google, on search engines. It didn't matter. And this was a multifaceted system. It logged and targeted individuals, made sure they were canceled, interrupted growing narratives, i.e. the truth, even attacked those who questioned the need for lockdowns. Again, folks, this is the missing link right here. These people had a charge to stop Trump from winning in 2020, but to stop another Brexit too. Why would lockdowns be so important to them? Because they needed to destroy Trump's economy. According to these leaked documents from a whistleblower, their job included tracking and reporting disfavored content on social media, like anti-lockdown narratives, like all jobs are essential, hashtags like Free California, and even tracking spying on and monitoring individuals who are successful at beginning to create these narratives and taking them down off social media. Their approach to disinformation went way beyond censorship because it had two parts. They not only took down the true information, but they used counter messaging and disruptive messaging, even infiltrating private invite only groups, sock puck, puppet accounts to spread actual disinformation and attack the reputations of people telling the truth in a way that the Brits and American military leaders didn't like. But it was so much worse than that because the goal was to take the military technology developed primarily by the U.S., included by our Navy and our special forces, the very technology we use in PSYOPs, and information operations all over the globe. That technology paid for, again, by U.S. taxpayers and to turn it on them. 
One of the most successful uses of this technology on the U.S. civilian population and the British population was called the Disarm Framework. That's where they countered anti-vaccination campaigns and rhetoric. The idea that we could stop COVID in its tracks with things like hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. We didn't need to wait for a vaccine before we reopened our economy. Yep, that was them. But it wasn't just them. It was also our own high-tech military software. Folks, it is illegal and unconstitutional for the military to operate on our soil, much less turn these weapons against us. Want to pause here for just a moment to thank my friends at PhD Weight Loss. They'll be your friends in the new year when they help you take off all the weight you put on over Thanksgiving and Christmas. Don't feel bad. Just know that you've already booked your appointment that will change your life. Starting in January of 2024, you're already on their calendar set up for your first consultation. Then you can eat whatever you want, knowing this is going to be the year you change your life. For me, that meant taking off 29 pounds and keeping it off for a full nine months. What will it mean for you? You can get back to that size you always dreamed of being. And you can even do it at home, at your convenience, from wherever you are. There's somebody doing the PhD weight loss plan in every state of the union. It works great. So check them out by going to myphdweightloss.com. That's myphdweightloss.com. Now back to the podcast. In one document, Sarah Jane Turp, the British spy running this whole shebang, openly admitted to using these same kinds of weaponized information programs against the populations of the Middle East during the Arab Spring to cause people to rise up and overthrow their governments. She said that, you know, she never thought she would ever use such tactics developed for foreign nationals against American citizens. So that's how she viewed it, against American citizens. Again, she's British intel. Together with a high-ranking Navy commander, I'll tell, him, tell you about him in a minute, they built something called the AMIT framework. It included blacklists, that's straight out of the Soviet Union, and frameworks for discrediting individuals as a necessary prerequisite, this is from the leaked documents, of demanding censorship against those individuals. It called for training influencers to spread messages, which we can assume they did, and listen to this. It even calls for trying to get banks to cut off financial services to individuals who organize rallies or events. Folks, this is a horrific outline of the system I've been warning you about, except they're already putting it in place. So how does the U.S. military unleash this software, which truly is a weapon on British and American populations that is, after all, illegal and unconstitutional? Enter the other side of the operation, U.S. Navy commander and total thug, after you read this, Pablo Brewer. His resume is both impressive and terrifying, given what he did with it. He was a military director of something called U.S. Special Operations Command Donovan Group. Um, and he was also with the National Security Agency and the U.S. Cyber Command and the director of C4 at the U.S. Naval Forces Central Command. But most frighteningly, he was the innovation officer for something called Softworks. Softworks is a cyber weapon developed by U.S. Special Forces Command, and Brewer was key to its transfer from the public sector to the private sector, i.e. to the people who would ultimately use it, 
to come after people like me and you who supported Donald Trump or echoed his messages, supported Brexit, just wanted to be free. Once in the possession of military contractors, those contractors could then be brought on board, hired, and these weapons unleashed for maximum level censorship. And quite frankly, total narrative control. Brewer has barely hidden this, even did a podcast in 2019 describing how he got around the First Amendment that he worked with Terp to get a, quote, non-traditional partner set into one room, maybe somebody from one of the social media companies, maybe a few special forces operators and some folks from the Department of Homeland Security. What? Wait a minute. Why would these social media operators let them deploy these weapons on their platforms, including, by the way, Google? Okay, let me stop here to explain something you're probably wondering about. Okay, but why would these social media platforms allow these weapons to be deployed on their platforms? Simple. I've told you about it before. Executive Order 13848, signed by Trump in 2018. Remember, the first page isn't very scary. It just says we'll go after countries that meddle in our election infrastructure. It's the second page that's truly terrifying. That's the place you first see the word disinformation. And it gives the Department of Homeland Security, the Treasury Secretary, and several other agencies the ability to freeze financial transactions by any company that puts out a digital platform, so that'd be social media, Google, website, um, that traffics in disinformation that furthers the aims or accomplishes the aims of a foreign actor. Almost immediately after Trump signed it, you can now see the missing piece of the timeline. This whole group comes into being in terms of actually using weaponry against us. And look, folks, if I could ask Trump one question, it would be this. Did you read page two? Because you could look at it and see the way it's written. I could see scrolling your, you know, just looking at that, the title of it. It doesn't say anything about this kind of censorship. I could see him just signing it and being on his way. In these documents, these military government thugs from both sides of the pun, right? For a long time, the ability to reach mass audiences belonged to the nation state, e.g. in the USA via broadband licensing through ABC, CBS, NBC. Now, however, control of informational instruments has been allowed to devolve to large technology companies. Simply put, the military wanted it back. Now, how far and how deep dug in this system is, we don't know. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. But the authors advocated for police, military, intelligence involvement for both countries, the USA and the UK, 
in censorship across Five Eyes nations and even suggested that Interpol be involved. So you're talking about British military, British intelligence going after individuals in America for disinformation they didn't like. George Washington and the founders are spinning in their graves. Listen to the super creepy way, SJ, that British spy who gets to decide what you get to say online, apparently describe what they're doing. It's very deep. Quote, this is uh, the transcript of a 2019 podcast interview she did. You're not trying to get people to believe lies most of the time. Most of the time, you're trying to change their belief sets. And in fact, really uh, deeper than that, you're trying to change to shift their internal narratives, the set of stories that are your baseline for your culture as an American. Folks, this wasn't just about censoring messages they didn't like. This is about altering reality, psychological reality itself. This is a massive level of ambition. Now, listen to how the U.S. Naval thug commander from our side describes what he's doing in this podcast transcript. When he talks about information and narrative control and what he has in mind, he said it was comparable to that implemented by the Chinese government, only made more palatable for Americans. Quote, if you talk to the average Chinese citizen, they absolutely believe the Great Firewall of China is not there for censorship. They believe it's there because the Chinese Communist Party wants to protect the citizenry and they absolutely believe it's a good thing. If the U.S. government tried to sell that narrative, we would absolutely lose our minds and say, no, no, this is a violation of the First Amendment rights. So he explained it had to be soft touch. Here's the scariest part of all. This system, it's still up and running. An international, we didn't know it was international, international speech, Chinese style dragnet, just waiting for the games to begin in 2024. Probably put on steroids. Who will object? Who will sue? Who will stop it? Will anyone on our side even try? And how can we possibly have anything approximating a real election with it running and running and running all the time in the background like some nightmare that Orwell warned us about. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 